Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Case File 24 of Microscope, the show that examines some of the world's biggest mysteries. This episode we're examining the facts around the story of the most audacious heist in history. We talk about the recent theft of the crown jewels. I phoned up Robert Cromwell, current head of security at the Tower of London, where the crown jewels have been stored, in one form or another, for over 600 years. Although the official policy is that nothing happened, Microscope has learned that apparently two months ago the crown jewels were actually stolen from the tower and significant efforts were made to recover them. I talked to Robert in depth about the truth behind these rumours and the recording starts with me asking about security measures currently in place at the tower. Yes, uh, I can't go into too much detail, but needless to say, there are birds, there are lasers, birds, uh, birds yes, birds, there are lasers, and uh, there is, of course, uh, your friend and mine, portcullises. Portcullises, I guess, are just a big gate. And the birds, what do what the birds do? So the, 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 the portcullis, uh, yeah, it's a big gate, and uh, the thing about portcullis is it's full of holes. So it's mm. very difficult to knock on the door of a portcullis. You have to, uh, is it? you know, otherwise... Just, just aim, aim, aim for the bit that isn't a hole. Yeah, but at night time, that's very difficult. Right. Uh, I've seen many, uh, many people just put their hands through the door trying to knock. You know, it's, yeah. it's a tricky thing to do. They just sort of give a black power salute. <laughs> yeah, something like that, yeah. So the birds, now they're very interesting. Uh, they're fed on um, wheat, barley, chicken, nuts... And um, chicken, yeah, yeah, they're horrible, horrible birds. You know, basically, you don't want the birds spotting you if late at night you're walking around trying to get through a portcullis. And when these birds sees you, you are in trouble. Let me tell you that right now. But despite all of that, uh, I think it's fair to say that the crown jewels were in fact robbed, what, two months ago? Well, yes, the uh. The Imperial State Crown, the most important crown. Uh, the one thing I remember, I had a meeting with the Queen when I first started. Did you? She interviews the security herself. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. Yeah. <laughs> what she do? She goes through your CV. How does how does that play out? Yeah, you send her uh, your CV, and she sits there with uh, a bit of Battenberg cake and a cup of tea, and she goes through it. And that is a very tense ten minutes. You know, she's just flicking through it. Oh, I see you worked at Asda. You know, stuff like that. Right. Oh, okay. Tell me about uh, Maplins. You know, and I had to explain to her what Maplins was and what I did at Maplins. And there's no one else in the room. No one from like HR or anything. It's just the Queen one-on-one interview. Just with the Queen. If, uh, a lot of people don't know this. I'm probably <laughs> probably revealing a lot of trade secrets here. But no, the Queen interviews you, and it's on her watch who guards the jewels and she said to me she went look 
I don't mind a few things going missing. It happens. <laughs> what? Now, I remember thinking, oh, now is this a trick? You know, is she going to make me go, well, the odd... The old diamond might go here and there, ma'am. You know, something like that. Oh, well, the old emerald might fall into my pocket now and then, ma'am. You know, but I didn't. I said, ma'am, I don't know who you think I am. My CV speaks for itself. <laughs> Security guard at Asda and Maplins and now Tower of London. <laughs> yeah. I said to her, you listen to me now, ma'am. As long as I guard the crown jewels, I can promise you not a single thing will go missing. Mm. Sadly, though, yes, two months ago, right, I lost yeah. the Imperial State crown. Right. What did the uh, What did the Queen say to that? Do you have performance reviews with the Queen? Is she just there for the interview? Yes. Are there regular yes. updates? Is she Is she your immediate line manager? She is. She is. If I want any leave or holiday, I have to go through her. Right. Uh, and uh, I have a uh, hour long meeting with her three times a year uh, to see how it's all going. Right, improvements of an appraisal sort of thing. Improvement. You know, she she plays back CCTV and she goes, what are you doing here? <laughs> right, what were you doing? Uh, I was trying the crown on, I was uh, juggling with the jewels, and uh, I was trying on the necklaces. And I said to her, I turned to her and went, I'm very sorry about that, Mum. She's like, what the hell am I supposed to do with this? You're trying on the crown. And I went, Mum, mm. I'm on my own in there. 15 hours a day I'm going to try it on aren't I and she was like yeah but I've only tried that on once you've worn that more than me what are you the king now and there was a silence yeah. I'll never forget that I thought am I the king yeah 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 we should probably move on from what I think is the actual premise of Johnny English um, <laughs> <laughs> right haven't seen it um, haven't seen it you, you, you're not missing much I mean if you want to see a film where there's two things in each scene and then he picks the wrong thing then <laughs> knock yourself out. It does sound similar. <laughs> yeah, to be fair. So you've had this performance review. The Queen's not been happy with your antics. But she no, be- oh, no, she weren't happy. She, she, You know, people say she's unreadable. but uh, <laughs> When she's chewing you out at a mid-year performance review for trying the crown on, you can tell what's on her mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there aren't many people that have been in that position, but I have. And, uh, you know, she's, she's very generous with leave. You know, I had to go to the dentist dentist last week she was right. like you go you take off a day don't worry about it you can you make it last up on- week two months ago the crown jewels were stolen yeah what well i want to get onto this because this is obviously the main story and the mystery of how this came about just to get into it the queen was angry at you for trying on the crown jewels how does she react when you had to go and tell her that they were missing well that was the longest walk i've ever done Mm. Tower of London to Buckingham Palace. <laughs> yeah, because my car broke down, right. so um, I had to. Uh, I had it's to, a bit of a trek. Yeah, long walk. I well, I got to Buckingham Palace, and of course they're gates, and it's very hard to knock on a gate. So I was stood out there for yes. a good five ten minutes. My hand was just going through the gaps. Sure. Anyway, a policeman uh, felt sorry for me and went, <laughs> Let oh, you in. You're, yeah. you're the <laughs> you're the security you're the security guard at the Tower of London, aren't you?" You should have called ahead. But anyway, here's, come, in, come in this gate. The policeman went, oh, I know you. You're the guy that guards the crown jewels. And then he stifled a laugh because yeah, it had spread like wildfire. Got, that, uh, yeah, the rumour had got out, right? <laughs> everything had gone. So uh, I, <laughs> I walked to the Queen's bedroom, you know, mm-hmm. knocked on the door. Yeah, she opens it. <laughs> she opened the door. Yeah. She, went, um, she went, what are you doing here? And I went, Mom, got some news. And she went, hang on a minute. 
and she looked at the rotor that she's got hanging up on the bedroom there. <laughs> okay, of course, because she's involved quite heavily with how it's all arranged there. Yeah, <laughs> she's got a massive whiteboard and all that. She goes, well, hang on a minute, Stacy's on holiday. If you're not guarding the crown jewels, who is? It's just you and Stacy. <laughs> That's the rotor. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, yeah. We had right. a few. Uh, we had a few resignations and all that. Sure. So, uh, so I said to she her, goes, "Who's cra- who's guarding the crown jewels?" She said, "If you're stood there, who's guarding the crown jewels? Stacy's on holiday." Yeah. And I went, "Mom, no one's guarding the crown jewels tonight." Mm. She was like, "What the? F- oh!" And then the penny dropped. Right. And you know, when the penny drops with the queen, she's staring right up at herself. Then she says <laughs> yeah. to me, uh, "Right, well, you better come in. This feels like a serious breach of security." <laughs> yeah, she's not wrong there. <laughs> no, <laughs> understatement doesn't put it mildly. Mm. So I, uh, I walked in and I said, "I just don't know what happened." She went, "Well, take me through it." Yeah, I was going to say, what, what, what was the evidence? What did, what did you see when you got into the Tower of London that morning? It, well, I get in at about uh, eight in the morning. Right. And, and, and does normally your shift dovetail with Stacey's? <laughs> she finishes at eight and you start at eight? Stacey went on holiday uh, at eight that morning. Yeah. Right. So I said, goodbye, Stacey. Have a lovely holiday. Yeah. And then uh, I went to check my email. Um, I made a bit of porridge. You know, I just did the little things before we open up to the public. Sure. Uh, I walked around, I checked the fire exits like I always do every morning, and uh, I checked the crown jewels, obviously, make sure that they're there. Yeah, were they? That morning, no. I I dropped my porridge. Uh, I thought, oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Where are the crown jewels? My first thought was Stacey had taken them. So I called Stacey and went, where are the crown jewels? And she went, well, they were there when I left. Now, that was interesting. She left... At about five to eight that morning, <laughs> I got there at eight o'clock. Right. In those five minutes, they were stolen from the Tower of London for the first time in its history. And um, what went through your mind? Did you think perhaps that your shift patterns should overlap? I've been saying for years. Right. I've been saying for years, I don't think it's a good idea that we finish five minutes before the hour. <laughs> yeah. The, qu- <laughs> the Queen puts these, these shifts together. It's on a whiteboard. She does the shifts. She won't let me do it. It's all on a whiteboard. I said right. to her, right, those five-minute gaps, Mum, they might be dangerous because I'm the only one guarding them. Mm. And she she just looks at you blankly. And you're not going to argue with the Queen, are you? No. So when Stacey went at 755, I'm kicking myself. I was, I think, so I, I said to the Queen, I went, look, there is a five-minute gap where somebody must have gone in and taken the crowd. So anyway, the Queen's pulling her hair out. She's like, this is the one thing I told you not to lose. Day one of the job. See those crown jewels? Keep them. Remember what I said at the beginning of this interview? She understood that in some lines of work, things will go missing here and there. She, she's not a, a, a stupid woman. She's a phenomenal woman, and she's a woman of the world. She understands that a few pearls might go missing. She didn't want the bloody crown to go. Right, yeah. And I said to her, neither did I. I said, neither did I. I said, this is really my worst day I've ever had, including uh, when I forgot to look up Asda in Clapham Junction, <laughs> yeah. and uh, I went on a long weekend, and uh, basically every single thing was stolen from Asda. And I said, that that made, that made me feel sad. She went, was all that stuff worth the, the crown of, of, of the kingdom? And I said, no, no, I've, I've really dropped the ball here, Mum. So, um, she, she does what? She puts you on the task of trying to track down who robbed them? Where do you start? How do you start? Well, she went, 
Who's 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 at the tower now? And I went, well, it's just me. She went, right, well, it's 10 o'clock now. It's like you were a good two hours to walk over to the to the palace. Yes. She, she went, right, so you're telling me for the past two hours, no one's in the Tower of London at and all? You mean staff? Like, I guess the gates are open. Yeah, the public are allowed in now. So she went, okay. she went right, so what, people are just walking in and out of there, are they? And I went, Mom, let them do what they want. The crown jewels are gone. So she went, look, well, we've got to get down there. So uh, she jumped in the car and we drove down and uh, we looked at the scene and uh, we thought, are we going to call the police? That's the first thing you do. It isn't the first thing you do is ask the public to leave? Uh, no, we didn't want to cause a scene. Right, so, so, so they're just milling around an empty podium <laughs> where the crown jewels used to be whilst you and the Queen look at it and go, well, that's an issue. Do we call the police? Well, yeah, so... A lot of the public, uh, but they were mainly like Spanish tourists, right, were right. kind of just moaning about that the, they were saying this museum is empty. I said, look, I'm sorry, I don't speak Spanish, but I know it's empty, but it wasn't empty at 7.55 this morning. They went, sick of this, I want to speak to your manager. Now, as you know, my manager is the queen. <laughs> it's the queen, yeah. So I said, uh, well, that's going to be a bit tricky. And they went, no, we've paid our money to see the crown jewels. There are no crown jewels. And I went, well, do you know what? And I got angry. I, I, It's one of the biggest regrets of my life. I went, is it? What, the, the, the day you lose the crown jewels, your biggest regret is getting irate to a Spanish tourist asking where the crown jewels have gone. Well, I pride myself on my decorum right. and my uh, my calmness in the face of strife. Sure. I said, uh, I said to her, okay, fine. You know what? All of you line up. Line up. About 40, forty, yeah, forty kids with their rucksacks. Forty Spanish kids. And I went right. Guess who you're meeting? And they're all yeah. like, uh, you know, okay, all this stuff. I went, you're going to meet the Queen. So uh, I walked them into the staff room. These kids can't believe what they're looking at. They're like, what the hell? The Queen had her head in the fridge, so they didn't actually know it was the Queen for a while. They just saw the arse and, like, legs. They were like, why is he showing us this woman's arse? It's when she turned round that they went, oh, my God, it's the Queen. And she speaks fluent Spanish, which I didn't realise. And they were having a wonderful conversation. Uh, but I didn't know what they were talking about, so I just stood there. Is it uh, worth just taking a brief pause from this story? about what these Spanish tourists and the Queen are talking about and get onto how you're trying to track down the theft of the crown jewels. Well, I thought, you know what? I'm going to leave the boss, as I call her, mm. to uh, entertain the Spanish kids. I got out of there. I thought, I've got work to do. The crown jewels are missing. I, my one job is to look after them and I haven't done that and I'm annoyed. So I thought, right, simple detective work. Check for fingerprints. Mm. Uh, I dusted down the glass. They were covered. Right. It was later. But you realised that was all the Spanish kids. So I thought, right, well, that's... Back to square one. Back to square one. I was like, well, hang on a minute. There's a log book which says how many people come into the Tower of London and how many people leave. And this has been going back 1,000 years. Who maintains that log? Someone or is it just based on a sort of honour system? It's a honour system, the right. pen's on a bit of string, but like I said, it goes back a thousand years. The pen? Yes, the pen. Right. No, it was, it's not, forgive me, it's not a pen, it's a pencil. Gotcha. It was a bloody long pencil when it started. Right, it's quite down to the nib now. Quite down to the nib, but when it started, uh, again, obviously no photography a thousand years ago, but this pencil was a mile long. Fiddly to sign a guestbook at that distance. Well, I suppose you can hold it. You don't have to hold it a mile away, do you? Well, there was a great story uh, I usually tell on the tours when um, 
a bloke uh, about 900 years ago was getting thrown into the Tower of London for uh, stealing pigs, and he was going to be hung up and killed. Anyway, he went to sign the book, and uh, they <laughs> he went said, can I Can I hold the other end of the pencil? <laughs> Exactly, and he ran right. away. They went, well, it'll probably take him ten minutes to get to the other end. Yeah. Anyway, just an hour the, later... He just left the city. <laughs> he had to come back. So you, you go to this guest book, <laughs> under, under what? Under what? The, the, the hope, the hope that the robbers have signed in, have used this pen, this thousand-year-old pencil or this thousand-year-old guest book and recorded their name and address. What well, was in there? Well, oh, look. This pencil, you gotta believe me when I say it. It's small, it's small, we believe it. Well, it's small now, but even 400 years ago, great story this. Right. They uh, they built a moat around the uh, around the Tower, Tower of London. London. Yeah. And this guy, this, this, this guy was arrested for um, yeah. stealing horses. Right. <laughs> and he was getting thrown in the tower. Sure. And uh, they went right. Sign your name. Sign the guest book. <laughs> and you ain't going to be signing it out, pal. You know, like, he's going to die in right. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went, yeah, where's the pencil? He just put the pencil across the moat and ran off. <laughs> this <laughs> guy... <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Years. This is a yes. big old book. It's a thick book. And how many? Oh my how, many how many visitors to the Tower of London are there a day? You're looking at maybe uh, two million a, a year uh, visitors. Two point nine eight million says. Um, right. Okay. Yeah, that's a year. So times that by a thousand. Um, <laughs> two billion nine hundred eighty million names. Yes, yeah. and then times that by two because they got to sign out as well. Right. So, so, right. Not always, but sometimes. No, no. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes uh, you. Sometimes you ain't me. Yeah, you ain't signing out, pal. So there's five billion names. Yeah, in this, yeah, in yeah, this yeah. book, next to this, yeah. next to this pencil on a bit of string. Um, but surely you're just looking for today's date. You, it's just at the top of the page, isn't it? Well, that is what I wish uh, they'd done at the beginning. Right. This book. Uh, they, they, it, there's no date. You could sign. Uh, I don't know if you pick the right page. You could sign underneath the. Uh, Henry VIII. I don't know. It's just like, uh, it's a complete... It's chaos. It's chaos. So I'm freaking through this. So what's this book used for then? Because surely you sign in and sign out in case there's a fire and you can check who signed in and go and rescue them. If you can just sign any arbitrary page... I completely agree. Do you know what? I completely agree with you. I think it's an absolute... uh, I've been trying to get rid of it for years. But the boss, 
She loves it. She loves it. Mm. Anyway, so, you know, I, I, I'm stood there in front of the book and I think to myself, this is going to take me too long to work out. Sure. So I'm like, right, no fingerprints. The robber has not signed in or out. As far as I know, maybe they have, but I don't have the time. Not, not, not on the first page you look at. No, 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 no. So I, uh, I do what any good, I think, uh, person in my situation would do. I called uh, a friend of mine who is a private detective. Right. His name uh, is, uh, well, he goes by the name Rubber Band. Rubber Band? That's like a code name. Yes. Right. I've only had to use him uh, three times in my life. And he's just an acquaintance you know from the security business. Yeah, we worked together in Maplins. Right. Was he called Rubber Band at the time? No, his name was George. Right. So you call Rubber Band <laughs> yeah. and you go... And he said, uh, yeah, he went, hello, Robert? And I went, rubber band. And he went, ah, yes. What can I do for you? I said, I'm in a bit of a pickle, uh, rubber, rubber band. band. <laughs> I yeah. said, um, do you remember we were at Maplin's? Mm. He said, yes. I said, do you remember when those uh, solar panelled lights went missing? He went, yes. I said, well, imagine those solar panelled lights were the crown jewels. Right, yeah. Is, is there a need for a metaphor to explain this? He went, so wait, what are you telling me? <laughs> right, yeah. I said, you, well, you know where I work now? He went, Tower uh, London. Tower London? I said, yeah. Mm. The crown jewels have been stolen. Have we, 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 don't need, we don't need the ins and outs of this conversation. You, through quite a contrived method of conversation, explained to your friend, Rubber Band, that the crown jewels had been stolen that day. I said, Rubber Band, what are we going to do? And he went, OK, meet me at Temple Tube Station, which is just right. off the embankment. I said, OK, I'll see you there in about half hour. Where's the Queen at this point? Still in the staff room entertaining Spanish boys? <laughs> I thought, I'm just going to check on the Queen yeah. and see how she's getting on with the span. I put my head around the door and uh, they had um, uh, Teletubbies on TV and everyone was laughing. So I thought, great, sure. I'll leave right. her to it. I went to Temple Tube Station and I met Rubber Band. He said, right, where are the crown jewels? So even now he's still not quite up to speed with what's happened. <laughs> So you explained to him what had happened. I said, Rubber Band, that's what I've called you. I don't know where the hell they are. And he went, we need to work out where they've gone. So he went, right, well, think about it. Tower of London, there's no real tube station near there. I said, no. So he went, no train. I said, uh, OK, he went, there's roads near there, bridges, but when did they go missing? 7.55, Rubber Band. He went, OK, brush hour. You're not relying on the roads. Right. I said, Rubber Band, what are you telling me? that they were on the river? What what was Rubber Band alluding to? Yeah. He said, the Tower of London leans on the bank of the River Thames. Whoever stole it escaped and I would even suggest arrived via boat. The river is the primary point of entry and exit then for these thieves. He said, we need to get on a boat and if we're quick enough, we might be able to catch up with them. <laughs> what nonsense is that? You don't know which way they've gone. That's what I said to him. And this, I think, is two and a half hours after you noticed the robbery. <laughs> they could have gone in any direction. I, You must have been there with me, because right. I said exactly the same thing. I said, we don't know if they've gone left or right. And he went, there's a 50-50 chance. <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming they haven't gone off the boat at any point in the last two and a half hours. Well, again, that's what... Yeah, thank you. That's what I said. I went, well, that's if they haven't got off the boat. And he went... Are you telling me there ain't a chance? Now, I looked at Rubber Band and I thought, my God, this guy's a genius. 
So, so I said, right, let's do it. How do you how do you decide which way to go? How do you make that 50-50 decision? Well, we span a coin. Mm-hmm. It came up heads. I said, I'm old boss. <laughs> he went, yeah, yeah, because your boss is the queen. I went, yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we went left. What's left? Uh, so you're going down river. Down river, yeah. You, you get on a boat, presumably? I know a guy. Yeah, we get on a boat. You I know, know a you guy. You know a guy. Right, you know a guy yeah. who's got a boat moored outside embankment tube station. He delivers oysters to the Savoy. <laughs> I see, right, this guy you know. He comes down from uh, Whitstable, you know, he's near Essex. So I said to him, uh, are you going that way? He went, I always go this way. I went, right, full speed ahead. This is rubber band, rubber band, meet Clive. So the, the, the chase is afoot, and we're assuming it's a chase, even though there's so many elements of this story that, that, that might not come to fruition. We hope it's a chase. Otherwise, we're going at high speed away from the criminal. <laughs> yeah, sure. So you're sailing at full pelt down the Thames. Oh, my God, we're going so fast. As quickly as Clive's oyster boat can carry you. Yep. And, you know, imagine, like, the James Bond music is playing. It's, like... it's a tense scenario, as you hope, A, that you catch up with the thieves, and B, that they are going this way, and C, that they are still on the boat. And hopefully use the boat, because uh, <laughs> yeah, I did... of course, I... that's not a guarantee. <laughs> I did say the rubber this, band. All of this is pure speculation. <laughs> so what, what is, what, what's rubber band doing? Uh, he's, uh, he's seasick. He's very ill. Right. I don't need these details. So rubber band's a bit out of commission. Clive's yeah. in charge of the oyster boat. You're at what? The yeah. front of the boat. We tell Clive, and Clive's like, well, what if they, like, used a helicopter? What if they've gone up? And I went, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to hear that. I do not want to hear that. And then he went, well, what if they've dug a tunnel? And I was like, I don't want to hear that. We're banking on them using a boat. Mm. Anyway, we're going at full speed. We're going past uh, uh, Canary Wharf. Yeah. Clive says, oh, uh, do you know what wharf means? And I said, no. I said, rubber band? He said, I don't know. Clive went, it means warehouse on the waterfront. Does it really? Yeah. Um, we're all looking. Around. I said, Clive, that's quite interesting. He went, yeah. And look at that warehouse over there. Look at that warehouse. That door's never <laughs> <laughs> That door's never open. You've had to say that. that Clive spotted some yeah. warehouse. I guess, to be fair, he's up and down this stretch of river every day. He does it every day. Are you about to say he spotted a warehouse with a door open? There's a door ajar that he's never noticed before. He said, that door's never open. <laughs> right. I, I said to rubber band, I said to rubber band, I went... Is, is he still throwing up? Yeah. Oof. I grabbed him by the lapels. I went, rubber band, that door to that warehouse is never open. Mm. He went, well, we've got to go in. And I went, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, Clive pulled over. Sure. I said, uh, all right, Clive, cheers, pal. Uh, me and Rubber Band approached the warehouse, tiptoe, like real kind of almost pink panther sliding about, you know, really kind of. Yeah. We get to the door. Poke your head in. Poke our heads in. What do you see? Four hooded figures mm-hmm. were stood around yeah. the crowd. Oh, wow. Clive's hunch was right. I said to Rubber Band, I whispered, I said, Rubber Band, we found the crown. Mm. He, uh... He started being sick again. There was still some residual seasickness in his uh, in his body. Yeah, and he, he's allergic to oysters as well, which I didn't know. Right, okay, didn't help. <laughs> Are the hooded figures alerted to your presence by? Yeah, right. Okay. That was the problem. All the hooded figures turn around. One of them grabs the crown and legs it. I uh, I start panicking. Mm. I'm like, oh my god, I can't lose it again. I said, rubber band, you head that way. I'll go that way. Uh, you know, we're gonna have to split the difference here. One of them puts the crown on their head while they're running. Right, to, to make it easier to, to run. Yeah, so although it's pitch black... I mean, it's pitch black. This, 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 is like, this is like the afternoon, isn't it? 
in the warehouse it's pitch black oh it's dark in the warehouse sorry so I'm running around and all I can see imagine a dark room mm. a huge warehouse but this crown floating about <laughs> Illuminated by a light source that is sufficient to there's reflect a, the jewels in the yeah, crown. There's, but a, there's a small crack in the roof. So anyway, I mean, it's an exhilarating story. I mean, we, we're running slightly out of time. So, just, well, you just, uh, just, uh, you won't believe where this is heading. <laughs> I'm sure I will. <laughs> I'm chasing after the crown. The crown's just floating about. Next thing I know, it's heading towards the door. Right. And I'm thinking, I can't have this happen again. No way. Mm. I start running towards the door. It gets brighter and brighter, and I can see this hooded figure wearing the, the, the crown. They run. I get to the door. I swing the door open, and I mean this. Tears of joy left my eyes at that moment. I, what had you seen? I couldn't believe the sight that, that, I, that I saw. I saw the queen with a crown on her head. Hey. I saw 40 Spanish children pinning down someone in a, <laughs> in a in a hood in a hood the queen had led the spanish children to the front of the warehouse and apprehended the robber as he left yes right how did the queen know about the warehouse she'd followed us in the boat right okay she was taking them on a little boat trip and saw us so she thought yeah. she'd follow us see what was going on i said to her i said boss you've done it again mm. and she went unhood the person Right, they unhood the rubber. Unhood the rubber. Who, who is one of four, lest we forget, but let's focus on this individual. The kids pull off the hood. Who was it? It was Stacy. <laughs> it was Stacy the whole time. Had you on the holiday and orchestrated a robbery of the crown jewels. And I said to Stacy, I said, My God, it was you after all. Yeah. And she went, Why do you think I never wanted. Uh... Overlapping shifts. She said, Why don't you think I ever wanted overlapping shifts, Robert? Yeah, I, I don't want to sort of cut this conversation <laughs> short. It's because she wanted to steal the crown jewels. That's why she'd want an overlapping shift pattern. I went, well, I went, my God. I went, you're a, you're a piece of work. <laughs> and she certainly was. Well, um, Robert Cromwell, thank God you got those crown jewels back. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. Well, thanks for having me. And I would, uh, I guess I would like to use this platform if I could, but I would like to uh, still put out there, if he's listening... Uh, rubber band we're sorry we left you in the warehouse <laughs> we're sorry we left you with um, with the others and uh, right. although none of you have been seen since we do uh, we do hope you're okay and uh, please get in touch right well, well if you are out there rubber band please please do get in touch um, Robert Cromwell thank you uh, for, for taking part well thank you for having me a, a difficult story one which uh, you know had many ups and downs for me personally but I'd like to say Anytime anyone wants to come to the Tower of London, just, uh, you know, come and say hello. I'd, I'd love to see you. Well, that's what we've got time for. This episode was researched by John Kearns and edited by Matt Ewings. Sound effects added by Ben Williams and the theme tune is by Nikki Green. Please do get in touch with the programme if you spot Rubber Band. Need to get that guy home safe and sound. Next episode, we'll be getting to the bottom of mind control rays produced by 5G phone masts. But until then, remain vigilant and catch you next time on Microscope. Thank you.